Welcome to the Allure and Hour podcast with your girl, Allura D. If you're watching this right now, guess what? You have took the first step to awesomeness. So if you don't mind, please take your time and hit the like and subscribe button. It only takes a few seconds. So I just want to let everyone know what this podcast is about. I want to give you guys a quick little breakdown. This podcast is about community. This podcast is about family. We hit on the hard-hitting topics. We talk about riveting things, and we also get a little bit messy. So if you like to put your feet up on the couch and kick back a little bit and hear everyone else's messy business, guess what? We will deliver it, signed, sealed, and delivered. So tell your friends, tell your family the hard-hitting questions are here at the Lauren Hour podcast with Laura D. And guess what? We have something also called the 330 Hood Tales. So if you want to hear about some hood tales, be sure to tune in with your girl Laura Dannon. And guess what? Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. It only takes a few seconds. Share us with your friends. Share us with your family. And let everyone know that this podcast is hot. It is smoking. Get ready. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, what? What in the? Did you do something? Oh my! Can you hear me? Oh my God, man! Let me tell you, all the time, Streamyard, Streamyard, bro, Streamyard. I'm not sure if that was Streamyard or production over there trying to sabotage me because I was talking mm. earlier. Lord, but listen, guys, welcome to the Lauren Hour podcast with your girl Alora D. And I got my favorite homie here from New York, Jay Blacko. What's up, Blacko? Yo, what's going on, sis? How you been? And what's going on? How's the family? How's everybody? What's up? What's up, world? (laughs) What's up? What's up? Right, listen, I can't complain. Everything is all good. I'm a little bit tired, but listen, hey, that's life, right? That's life. But I'm ready to get into this news. Uh, the thing going on in New York and around the world with the immigrants, and um, I, I, I believe a lot of them came here search, uh, searching for asylum. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if they've been having a lot of issues in their country. I'm not sure if some of them are here illegally. But I know it's a real issue in New York. So let's really get into this because, baby, Y'all, y'all mayor seem like he about to get old and just he don't know what to do. He don't know what to do. First of all, our mayor, you know what I'm saying? I don't disrespect people unless it's called for. But our mayor is just something different. First of all, dudes are, to me, dudes are fraud. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and what I mean by fraud, I mean, I'm not gonna call him a fraud as a person. You know what I'm saying? I'm not because I don't know him personally. But the job as the job he's supposed to be doing, and the job he's projecting that he's doing, is not adding up. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially people from New York, we we live, eat, and breathe this shit. Excuse the language, stream y'all, podcast people, world. Um, like we eat and live and breathe this. You know what I'm saying? Like the. If I could go down the line and like what this guy's not doing, or you know, as every politician will say, we go through this, we go through that, we go through this, and nothing happens. Nothing happens. Our crime rate spiked up crazy, spiked up tremendously. The the filth rate spiked up tremendously. You know, and everybody trying to blame, you know, like the topic at hand, the immigrant crisis. Mm-hmm. And honestly speaking, it's not done. Mm. It's not. It's not really that people just out here have lost their mind. Especially then you got the mayor who's, you know, trying to kill the OT for police departments and stuff like that. Like I, I was wrestling recently about him with that. I want to. I want to speak on it just yet. So next time we on this, and I want to get my confirmation. But it's like I heard he's trying to pull some officers away certain on certain details. Oh, it's like, bro, what are you doing? It's out here. Uh, not safe, huh? No, nah, it's not. It's, it's not safe. It's not. Like, I mean, like <laughs> every day is a hassle. Every day is a hassle, sis. Mm. So, I'm from Youngstown, and so my town is relatively small. 
versus where mm-hmm. you're from. So would you say that New York's crime rate has gotten worse since maybe 2006 versus 2024? And do you think that has something to do with the immigrants or do you think it's just the people who live in New York, just the, the, the natural citizens? Oh, no, it's the, it's the natural citizens. Because when you look at, when you read like certain crimes about in New York City, whether it's robberies, murders, rapes, burglaries, you know, everybody mm-hmm. robbery and burglaries is two different things. A lot of people really don't be knowing that. Right. So, um, what else kind of crimes you can have? That's just that's the means right there. It's really just New York citizens, and it mostly be homegrown, the youngins. It, it, it's ridiculous. Like, it's horrible. Oh my goodness! But you know, and I, I get that from your point of view too. But we. I have to address this national migrant mm-hmm. in America because it seems like it's not just in New York where uh, the migrants are kind of overtaken. It's just like this thing. Hey, Don, um, the thing that happened in New York and Manhattan where there was a big brawl. And then I hear yeah. that the migrants are upset because they don't want to be in hotels. That's less than four stars. Mm-hmm. And for me, that is a problem. When we have everyday citizens and people who have served and fought for our country and they can't get a hot meal, they can't have get a place to stay, they can't even get decent health care. And yet people who have not put into this economy, who have not paid taxes, who have not helped build this country up, sitting here crying about four star hotels when most veterans are living on the streets. Give me your take on that. Well, I can't say they help build a country up because most of the world hard work comes from migrants. I'm not gonna say in front, like especially in New York City, a lot of these hard workers are mostly not trying to sell, you know, raise all Mexicans and everything, trying to come from these other countries and trying to get that American dream. You know what I'm saying? So I can't even say like, you know, they not earning their key. But but let me ask you a question: Is the American dream real? Hell no. But look at other countries. Is a dream compared to what they're going through? Mm. Mm. That's why they call it the American dream. This this is this is deception. Where we live here is deception compared to what goes on over there. I'd rather live, I will I will always love and stay in America to go to places like India, no disrespect, India, certain parts of Africa, London. People think again, yeah, London looked good on the on the movies, but London crime rate just is just as much as New York City. Yeah, London is a crapper. So this is so uh hey, um let me say I'm sorry, let me put these comments up here. What's up, everybody? I thought I don't know if you've seen me, you know. (laughs) So so this is my thing though. I feel like if the American dream is basically a nightmare for the American people, then I don't think Mm -hmm. it should be for anyone else who come here. And I get what you're saying about um the migrants, and what I'm saying is the migrants who've been here that helped build America. I'm not talking about the ones who just got here. Those are the ones who are causing trouble. And every time you turn on the news or every time I pick up a paper or even here, I'm speaking just from the things that I'm seeing, they're fighting, they're nasty. And it's just like, be grateful. And I know that sounds so nasty, but be grateful. People call, people call the, people say America, America is a nightmare. Because what they see in social media, like for instance, you have people who say, "Oh my God, I, I can't. I would love to live, live in Canada. They get, um, they get free healthcare. It's not free. When you only get sixty-five percent of your pay, guess what? The other thirty-five percent is going. That's not free. Yeah. So yeah, your thirty-five percent of your money is going to the government. Yeah. So the government got no choice but to be like, "Yo, yeah, take that. Take that." Yeah. So it's not free. You paying you paying for somewhere else. Or people look on social media. Oh my God! Look at Jamaica. Jamaica the second and third. Outside the resorts, it's hell. No, Puerto Rico, same thing. But you have some people that love to live in Puerto Rico because they like that farm, that farm life. Because that's what Puerto Rico mostly is. Outside, uh, outside of the uh, day ghettos. That's true, so, but but because I hear what you're saying, and I agree with some of that, but. <sighs> This is my thing. When we had, uh, I believe it was in December and November. Okay. We had, New York and other places have food drives. 
and they have the migrants have shelters that they're staying in and yeah. so there were new yorkers who were being kicked out of of their apartments there were new yorkers who could not feed their families because the migrants words they were going to get food and then i guess they were sending other family members to get food they pretty much wiped out the pantries that help keep struggling americans with um help keep struggling <laughs> struggling americans from starving and that's an issue for me because the mayor said this is what new york's mayor said he mm-hmm. said Adams recently warned that the city could be destroyed if it doesn't get more help to su- support the influx of migrants and is now starting to turn some asylum seekers out of shelters because they have nowhere to house them. And now they're in the streets. They're in uh, Central Park at night causing issues. And, and it's, it's, it's sad and sorry, but like I said, I'm a New Yorker. I, I breathe, eat all this. I see this daily. You walk around Manhattan, it's homelessness all over. Sometimes I don't know if they're migrants. I don't know if they're just regular homeless people. I take the train every day, and literally, it'd be like, it's 10 train cars. A lot of people don't know about New York City trains. It's 10, 10 train cars. And depending on what train you want, the numbers and letters, the num- the letters, the train with the letters, A, B, C, D, and all that, they're much larger trains. Mm-hmm. For the New York City subway station, the numbers is the smaller ones. So picture you going through the, I'll take the numbers. You want is 10 cars and each car have like five to 10 homeless people just spread out on, on the train car, on the, um, on the chairs. This is a daily, every day. And not just the trains. When you get off the train, the platforms, upstairs, and it's just everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So It's everywhere. So this is the thing, and it seems like this has been a, a, a leading thing for New York since I was a kid. Why mm-hmm. is New York prices still so high? Why doesn't the mayor, the governor, the police commissioner, I don't know, why don't the government officials of New York sit down and come up with some better prices? And I know that homeowners uh, choose the prices of their rent and things like that. But I think New York has a problem, just like a lot of other places in the U.S., where our people are in the streets. And if we are supposed to be the American dream, there's no way that anyone who's who live here, who is a native here, should be homeless. There should at least be affordable housing in every city for someone. You know, I, I, you know, you know, it's crazy. Um, three homeless people in my lifetime I spoke to, and I asked this question, and it was it wasn't back to back. It was like over the years, mm-hmm. and I asked. So I was like, "It's quite." And this is honestly, they and I can't say they speaking just for themselves, but they all gave me the same answer. A lot of them be homeless because they don't want to pay the bills or they want that responsibility. Mm-hmm. So that's why sometimes we have that homeless crisis. Especially when you see like a homeless guy. A woman. Sometimes we see the women, depending, especially depending on what train line you on. It's the drugs. I'm not gonna hold you. It's the drugs, especially the train line I take is one stop. They all get on, get off. You already know, especially they get up that once. Anybody from New York, like one twenty fifth Street and Lexington Avenue, the four five six line. Anybody will tell you that is drug city, and that's most of the time you see most of the homeless men. Homeless men. Oh, sorry, homeless women. Mm. That's the ones that do the drugs and all that. They come for the programs. Guess what? They go cop their shit, get back on the train, start begging, and it's a continuous cycle. But as far as the question you say, why New York homeless crisis is so real? It's anybody got this thing like New York is where it's at. Yeah, it's where it's at to those who got it already. Right, right. That, not those who's trying to get it. That's the big difference with New York. With people that live in New York and got it, and people that's coming to New York and trying to get it. Mm. You know what? That's so crazy because Charlotte has a lot of New Yorkers here and a lot of New Yorkers leave New York and they come here because they say the rent is more affordable. The weather is better. And I think for the weather, they're willing to pay our prices. But back in the day, in about 2011, I want to say in 2011, rent in Charlotte was very affordable. Now it's not because we have so many people who are coming in from New York, uh, Coming south, yeah, yeah, because the rent was good here, and now our city starting to get overpopulated. We're starting to see rat problems now, and we never mm. 
damn New Yorkers brought the rats. Mm. Brought the rats, okay? Mm. And I, I want New York to fix this problem because I want the New Yorkers to go back to New York because they can't drive. <laughs> I, and, and see, here's the problem with that, though. Here's the, here's the issue. Here's the issue, right? New York, people leave New York, like you said, for that reason. The low, cheaper rent, whether it's $200 cheaper or $300 cheaper, they're going to leave. And also, um, the weather. Mm. Remember, New York goes through four, we go through four seasons. Sometimes five. Might get a mix of some shit. You never know. We got a hidden season we don't know about. Um, you go south, it's either going to be hot or cold. That's it. Mm. And also, like you say, people migrate down south. Think about it. Think about 20 years ago. You know how hard it for New Yorkers to go down south? Because mm. they, they felt it was too slow for them. Yeah. Now everybody's like, I can't do it no more. Even myself. Like, it, it took me... Even myself, I was like, damn, I don't want I would never want to leave New York. Now I'm tired of New York. You said I'm tired of New York. <laughs> I know that I'm tired of New York. I was a person that used to love being outside. Work all day, be outside. I'm talking about in like industries, not selling drugs, being outside, enjoying outside life. I don't like being outside no more. Because mm. my thing is I worry about two things. I don't want to get caught up in nothing, and I don't want to get caught doing something right. to someone. Cause me fearing, I don't like. I don't never. I don't like walk around with fear. Nobody does. So like I said, New York crime rate so high, like you got you got dudes walk around with ski masks on, which they should ban worldwide. I don't know why people still walk around with ski masks on. Like that right there should make them prompt suspect. Then now you know they walk around. They got the ski masks and the, the scooters. I almost. Not, I'm not trying to put my business out there. I almost asked somebody recently because that I mistake him for a robber because I'm standing in the street at my car. In another neighborhood, and I heard this. I seen somebody with a ski mask and a bike rolling up, and I automatically went to grab something. Now, guess what? It had been a mistaken identity. Now it's just a delivery man. This is what New Yorkers go through. Wow. So New York is like Gotham City, basically. So we need a Batman right now. <laughs> we, need, we need a Batman. <laughs> Yo, we need a Batman Justice League. We need the Fantastic Four. Everybody. So we can agree that New York cannot afford to take in any immigrants. You guys, we cannot. You guys have an issue taking care of the people of New York and doing right by the people of New York. I implore New York government officials to keep pushing to get these migrants somewhere else. And when I say somewhere else, out of the United States, and I know this sounds so horrible, but this is my mm-hmm. thing. I am tired of the U.S. being the Captain save we cannot save everyone. <laughs> Our people are out here struggling. Our people need help. We have to get these drugs out of our community and help our community to wake up and realize their true potential. And this thing where this these these migrants are they're complaining, like I said, they were complaining about housing, and the government's like, we the governor and the mayor are like we really don't have anywhere to put them. So they had to close down the high school. This is my issue. Do you know, mm. you know how hard it is for a New Yorker kid to get an education as it is, even to want to go to school? And now we're shutting down the high school to house these immigrants. And then they said the kids can go to remote learning. Okay, now there's a child that's about to fall through the cracks. Because guess what? Not every child is equipped to be on remote learning. And I'm yes. so sick to my stomach from this. Tell me your yes. thing, Jay Blacko. Um, you just actually spoke on you. How you feel? How I feel? And as far as as far as getting rid of them, how they go about that? Because you got we understand something too. We got more. We got people that we probably know personally that's migrants. We just don't know. Right. So what if? So what if they go? What if? What if the United States really do? Be us like you know what? It's time. Trying to purge all the migrants out of there. They got many people. They got many people, friends, family. We may lose because they don't have their papers. So this is this is the this is the, the catch twenty two about it. Remember when the whole ice thing happened? That broke families up. But let me say let me say this though. I don't. I don't have a problem if people come here legally. A lot of these people are here illegally, and the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is. We cannot keep harboring people and keeping our borders open and letting uh-huh. people come in because they contribute to the to to the the um the spike in crime. Not all of them, and and it's so unfair because 
we have a lot of great immigrants, like you said, who helped build this country. But right now, it's hard to weed them out. It's hard to see if we're getting a criminal element in that, you know? And it's just like, we're, yeah. we just feel like us as African-Americans, we're struggling to be people here. You know what I'm saying? We're struggling as humans here. And then the Mexican-Americans who already live here, they're struggling just to fit in here too. And then yeah. on top of, these people didn't have to go through the right process. They didn't have to go learn English properly. And they didn't put in their time and their effort. And I think it's unfair to them. And I think it's a slap in the face to them. And I just feel like, no, the moment you start yelling, you want a four-star what? I think mostly, <laughs> I think mostly we get all these migrants from all over is because our government is trying to be, try to get in good with all these nations worldwide. No. Because there's no other reason why you decide, and knowing that we are a struggling company, especially we fresh off a, um, a pandemic where, where the basically United States tanked financially, you know what I'm saying? So, we fresh off that thing taking migrants. We still have a health crisis going on. And it's like, what is your angle? Right. Then, yeah. then, then you're helping other nations out with their problems financially when you have a financial crisis over here. Mm-hmm. So right. it's like, what is, what is the angle? Like, it's like, it's nothing wrong with helping. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing wrong with helping another. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even, even though sometimes we know even us as people, we know we're not supposed to help help certain people do certain things, but we still is it's in us. There's no motive behind it, but clearly, United States has a motive behind it. That a lot of people, well, there's a lot of people out there that that's that's probably feel the same way of what I'm speaking. They just not saying it, or they not, or they saying it and they getting hushed up, mm. or they being deemed that's crazy. But but you know what's another what's so funny is that um that we have people who are saying that uh these 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 guys because they're not really complaining about uh some of the women, it's the guys, and the guys kind of look like us, and that's yeah. the thing, they look like us, indeed, and they, that's true. They seem to be the well, Latin's there too. Because they see, I didn't see some videos about them too. But the ones who are not working, who are, do not want to work, and it's just so sad to say, they they look like us. Mm-hmm. And the guys that's at the shelter, they don't want to leave. They don't want to go get jobs. They go down mm-hmm. to get free food. They go get their free food. They come back and they're sitting in the shelters all day, or they're sitting mm-hmm. outside of the shelters. Listen, I know people, yeah. and, and I'm. It's people that you know I know that got kicked out of the shelter for migrants because mm. they had the and it, and it was like yo we got put in the side right like there's a sh- like and it's crazy because it's like or or there's a shelter downtown and <laughs> I don't care about the business so they probably went for long. There's a shelter across the street, uh um by the Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're still doing it, but they was doing it where they was half. The hotel was for migrants, and well, no, half the hotel was for shelter. The other half was for hotel guests, and it was like it, it was crazy. But I know, I know, like I said, those people that was in there, and they wound up getting kicked out for the migrants. So now they still doing half half. I don't know. The Peninsula Hotel, like I said, across the street from Madison Square Garden. So yeah, come to New York. Don't have a book there. <laughs> don't have a book there. <laughs> Okay, I won't. And you see, I actually won't book nowhere in New York at all because I was thinking about coming and I was like, I've been reading the news. I was like, yeah, no. But this is the thing. American people, American working people, because some of the people who were in that shelter had jobs. They were trying to get money so that they can get their own place. And they kicked them out and brought the migrants in. And I said, if this isn't the most disgusting this disdain on American history because this is this is going to be left out of history. I just know it is because they're not mm-hmm. going to say we did the American people dirty back in the day, yo. We kicked out our own people and we put lazy people in this place and they didn't want to work or do anything. But I, every time I think about this, the word four star hotel pops up in my head. What you think, New Yorker? You think New York is bad? 
I um I wanted to go to California recently. That's one of my trips I want to go to. And I've got a lot of people tell me, "Nah, you good?" I'm like, "Why? What happened?" I heard I'm hearing like I feel like Los Angeles. I heard is it like my Skid Row area? I heard that's like homeless city. I heard what's that? Um, what's that beach that everybody go work out at? Um, not Malibu. LA. Oh? No, no, no. It's, it's outside beach in in California. Everybody go to work out, and it's like they say it's like homeless tents galore on on the beach. I don't know, and yeah, like right, like right now, even Oakland. They say Oakland going this going through the same thing. Oh, and um, this, let's not even let's not even talk about uh uh what's it uh the the Bay Area, the Bay Area. Yeah, I heard they going they, through it too. They didn't lost they didn't lost uh stores. The Bay Area, Keith Lee. If you guys know who Keith Lee is, he used to be an MMA fighter, turned into TikTok sensation, food guru. He goes around tasting different foods at restaurants and reviewing them. And normally after he gives a restaurant a review, whether it's good or bad, the restaurant either has success or they have a great amount of failure. He went to the Bay Area because he wanted to try food. He said he had to pack up his family and <laughs> because it was not safe. And he just did not want to do the, the restaurants that were there a certain yeah. way he just didn't do that. And that speaks to that speaks to the spirit. How is our government? Because this isn't just local. I know Congress, I know the president has to see the things that's going on in these cities. Why aren't they stepping in to stop this world from going? Well, the U.S. from going to uh, um, going into like you know a firestorm because I feel like that's where we're about to be at. I feel like the the U.S. people are going to feel like it's a war against immigrants or it's a war against these these homeless people who and some of them are immigrants, <laughs> some of them are natural naturalized citizens, but there's going to eventually be a a a a, a issue, you know. Because this shit's getting out of hand. What you think? Why? Why ain't the government stepping in? And then I actually have something I want to say. Like, I, honestly, I think that's what it is. I legitimately think that's what it comes down to. I think is them doing favors for other countries that we don't know about. Like we don't know what goes on in their ballrooms. I legitimately, I'm, I'm, I'm a person who think everything. We're not privy to everything that we know, whether whether we like it or not, whether it is. Within our own people, every everybody don't tell you everything. So they damn sure not telling us what what they backing us for this. Yeah, like they went over. You know like they went over to fight insurgents. Where the fuck the insurgents at? Like Cat would mm -hmm. say, I don't know what the fucking insurgent looked like. like yeah, you know what an insurgent looks like. Neither. So we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what 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 what, what was discussed. We don't know what's discussed at the um United Nations. We don't and know so what's discussed around there. Right. And so let we me don't talk know. about... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's it. Okay. So I want to talk about this Border Patrol. So I found an article. I sent it to you. This is from our governor, um, Rory Cooper. He said a bipartisan Senate is close to the strongest border... Um, I'm sorry, border um, control security law in a generation... But Trump is... Donald Trump is telling Republicans to stop because a tough border law hurts his campaign. If Republicans, governors, really wanted a strong border patrol security, by now they would release a joint statement supporting this legislation instead of the one that bows to Trump and urges violating the Constitution of the rule of law. That was our governor, Roy Cooper, who said that. Um, so how do you feel about that? Um, Donald Trump is telling... Because re let's remember... He ran his first campaign. His 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 slogan was "Make America Great Again," right? Mm -hmm. And then one of his promises was strong border control uh, laws and security, and to build that damn wall. Now Trump is saying, "Let's pause." Give me your thoughts on that. Once again, we don't know what the heading bills is like. Remember, he was so strong on the, as you said, making America great again. Let's build the wall. He was so adamant about that. Now he's, like you say, he's switching up. Somebody must have told him something like, hey, you went back in good graces. This is what you want to have to play ball on certain things. But but let me ask you this question, though. What? 
Trump got on these damn Republicans where he holds so much power, baby. We had President Obama. President Obama couldn't bust a grape without having to go through them damn Republicans and the Senate and everybody else. What does Trump? Trump got something on these people. Do you think he got something on these people, or do you think? Because you know he don't care what he say. He's liable to say some shit that he's not supposed to say. That's the issue with him. We put a person in that position. Of course, everybody think you know. Like I always say, presidents figureheads. I always say that because it's. These are figure of everything, major corporations, everything. Mm -hmm. So, just because he's a figurehead doesn't mean he don't know nothing, right? So he must know some, and they know how he's very loose at the tongue. He might say some, and yeah, blow things up. Yeah. So Trump sitting on some secrets because he did say Area Fifty One, or was it Area Yeah Area Fifty Seven or Fifty One? Existed uh, in the bad aliens. That's what Trump said. He said that, and you know that man don't be lying too often. He and look and look what and look what happened. Look why all these UFO reports started to come out. He said that. Right, right. This is what I'm saying. After a while, you have to take. Sometimes a crazy person might be crazy, but sometimes you listen. You got to take what they say. Sometimes and you know absorb it in, put it in the pocket. Facts, 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 facts. And I'm not going to hold you here long. I just really wanted to get into this because, to be honest, I just want, I do want America to be great. But I want America to be great for everyone. And I just honestly feel like us as a people, if our government isn't going to step up, I, I don't want people stepping up and doing crazy stuff. But I think that we need to step up and we need to go to uh, Washington and not none of that. That insurgent shit, that um shit that they pulled at the Capitol, no riots, none of that. For us, for us to be, for us to be great again, one as a people need um us as a people need to be one as a people. We can't be great again when we pray when we when we pray pray on each other. And I'm not gonna talk about not the holy prayer, like pray like you know food wise. Yeah, we treat each other like like the pecking order of the animal kingdom. You know what I'm saying? So. How could we be great when we destroy each other? Mm -hmm. I could go down a lot, especially black people. We we and we pray on each other from the most, especially you know the most. Us Latinos, we are our own worst enemy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is a message to the black community: uh, wake the fuck up, wake the fuck up. Because if y'all have not looked outside y'all windows, shit is going down. It is going down. The the black community, I feel, is the most unprepared for any type of zombie apocalypse or any type of apocalypse, period. Because we don't have each other's backs. If you look at the Latin community, all of them stay in the house together. They're able to coexist with each other and they're able to, you know, lift each other up when they need it. If you need a roll of toilet paper, all you got to go down to, to your cousin's house and they're going to pass you a roll of toilet paper. Black people, we'd be like, why do you need toilet paper? Or if we give it to you, we're going to tell everybody the business of you didn't have no damn toilet paper. And this is the thing I was telling my husband earlier. Black people are not trained. A lot of black people. We have some. A lot of black people are not trained in marksmanship farming or most of us don't even know how to skin a damn animal in case the worst of the worst happens and i want to lose it's crazy i watch yo i'm not gonna hold you sis i want you know it's crazy i watch every night i watch videos about how it's a guy how they cook food in the wild and all that i'm saying like y'all need to learn this shit because what is starting to happen because and you know what's going happen? right and this is why i am my goal of making it and my dream of making it and my podcast being successful, my social media content being successful, it's not just for personal gain. It's because I want to build a compound. And people like build a compound. I want to build a compound so that we have our young black children trained in farming, trained in uh, how to defend themselves, education. I want them to have proper educa education. I want for them to have computer labs where they can do all this stuff. Say if if the worst happens, right? And yeah. go out. We need someone in our demographics who knows how to get that shit back up and running. We got some of them, but not a lot of, lot of them know what to do. I want our we, young black kids of this generation to be able to walk into their field and be doctors. I'm gonna address Dennis in one second. Um, but 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 Dennis coming back up and live there. So that that's my hopes and dreams because. 
I just feel like we're lacking on our end. And the Bible says the lack of knowledge is killing the people. That's why a lot of us are lost. The lack of knowledge and love. Honestly, love and caring, respect, all that shit is going out the window. And it sucks because it's like we are in an era, we are in a time, you know what I'm saying? And where we feel one, like I said before, we don't think I run up on each other. Nobody likes to help each other build. No, the days of building this is over. And the sad part is, like, I'm not even talking about just strangers, mm-hmm. friends, family. All that shit. Like, we are in the era to one up on each other instead of helping. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 a, I'm very observant. I watch a lot of things. People do a lot of the same things over and over. And it be people that know each other that do the same thing. And guess what? They won't help each other out. Right. That's they won't true. help each other out. That's they won't true. be also like, yeah, I did this. What's working for me? Well, working for me may not work for you, but I'm still my. I still will sit you down. Like, listen, I I took this route. Right, right. People don't do that. Yeah, and let me. People let me don't address, do that. Let me address Dennis real quick, uh, Jay Black. Uh, mm-hmm. Dennis said we are we are because most of y'all black bash people. Wait, did I read that? Well, y- most of y'all blacks bash people who think different. Trump is needed, not Biden. Part two. But y'all would fight for Biden to have Trump because bad words. Boy, bye, Dennis. I, I we had this debate the other day. I would no. never, ever. I don't even want Biden in office. I don't want Trump in office. I would have voted for Trump again if he did not say the stuff that he recently said about being lax on border patrol. You can't. You can't run your whole campaign on building this wall having border patrol because let's 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 say i agreed with that but i didn't mm-hmm. like kids in cages i didn't like how he handled that but i don't like that he only moves in a way that is essential for him he is trump has not shown me that this country is his top priority i don't care what you say he has not shown me that the U.S. people is his top priority. Biden hasn't either. Biden is not firm enough. Biden is Biden is letting stuff slide that shouldn't slide. But then again, yeah. that's my opinion because I am not experienced in the way of politics. I'm just not. But I do know Biden is definitely not getting voted in again. I can tell you that no one's b- voting for Biden again. No one is even thinking about Biden because Biden has not did anything for the American people that we feel like, oh my goodness, this country is running well. But we also feel duped by Trump too. So like I said before, we need someone new in here, some young blood. I'm sorry, I, we just need young blood. The U.S. has you know by older white men for way too long and we haven't gotten anywhere. We haven't gotten anywhere. The problem we- is, sorry, sis. The problem is, he said anybody settled for Biden over Trump. Trump, truth be told, Trump would have had his second his second run. He would have had it. Mm-hmm. It's just the other things he was doing that got him in trouble. You know what I'm saying? That's honestly what it came down to. Like, Trump did what he had to do. No Trump proof. Put your mind to it. You could be president. <laughs> we know some that of the things some, some of the things he was saying, I was agreeing with. Okay, all right. Some things he was doing, I was like, all right, come on, buddy. All right, come on, my man. You know what I'm saying? It's just he sad to say he divided the country up front. And I'm not talking about him himself. When he came to office, you had people straight up. The racism came all to the forefront. That's why people of, you know, blacks, Latinos, whatever the case may be, hated Trump. Besides the fact of what he was doing, racism came to the forefront. It wasn't no longer hidden. Why? Because they felt they had a man in power who's allowing it, who felt like how they felt. And that really wasn't the case. He was being him. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing. He was being him. But, but that was it. His, all three of his, put his comments back up here. Starting with, um, 
uh we gotta pick a side okay so we gotta pick an we gotta pick one or, the, or another your topic is border which uh biden is hurting biden is democratic uh actually biden is hurting it but trump is hurting it too because trump told them not to vote so there's a bipartisan senate the bipartisan senate is they're supposed to be voting on these new border patrol laws trump told the republican party to not be so harsh on it so that it did not hurt him running that's the issue too why are you worried about them being so crucial on border patrol when we need it right now and that's what you led with with your first campaign just so you can get back in office it don't work that way what he should be saying is no listen do what you gotta do get our borders locked the hell up make sure we we don't have people slipping through the cracks anymore and if i run and i win i run and i win on the face off the mirrors upon that it shouldn't have been no let's let's negotiate you gonna do this and i'm no it shouldn't have been none of that and i'm not saying biden is perfect we're not i don't think neither one of us on here is in support of biden but you have to realize these are the candidates that we have yeah and, and go to his next comment biden is about to go to war with texas laugh my ass off he about to start a civil war. civil war has been been started okay texas in a war texas in a war with texas is dead so i'm like yeah. yeah that that's i don't know what you're talking about with that yeah there's that has texas is the motherfucking wild wild west always have been always will be mm -hmm. that, that's just the history and the nature of texas that is <laughs> listen man i listen at the end of the day is we at where we at where we at anybody expect did anybody expect us to get here no this right. is where we at sticks and the stones but sticks and yeah stones. i, I, I the words, <laughs> words hurt words hurt words can cause wars words can cause wars people can lose their life over words words are definitely dangerous yeah words will get you killed <laughs> words will get you killed depending on type what you say but yeah honestly like this is where we at what it's just like it, it's it's a sad state and we can only pray for the best going forward. Like, you know, for our kids and their kids and their kids after. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully, you know, something change. Right. And no, I get what you're saying about Texas borders. Um, I, like I said, <laughs> but the one thing that I do think we need is tougher borders. Let me tell you something. I would have voted for Trump in a heartbeat if I didn't find out that he had Russia meddling. First of all, that's dangerous to us as an economy. That's dangerous to us, period. Because Trump may think, it's the person who always thinks they're smarter than the next person, who always mm -hmm. drops the ball. And you never know what the, the other person is holding up their sleeves. It's the person who's overconfident and way too cocky. And that's my thing. That's why Trump is dangerous in the uh, White House right now. If Trump wouldn't have bartered our government with getting him a seat in the White House, I'd have voted for him. If he didn't come out, and and that's the thing. That's that's the thing. Like I I hated what he said about the Muslim people. I hated that. And it was just like if you feel that way about the Muslim people and the the Mexican people, how do you feel about black people? And like Jay Black said, when he got into office, every racist felt the need to take the hood off and just come out in public and be openly racist and to mm -hmm. hurt people and to do all those things. And what they don't understand, hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, now nah, you could be up from racism. Look, look, I mean, look, look how I many quote unquote. These little Karens we got, like as we call them, Karens. <laughs> or you go places like people looking at things to figure they can say what they want to say to you and everything. It's like, what you think I'm not going to do? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you think is not going to happen? Like, when Trump got office, like I said, all the racist people came forward, they forgot about consequences of their actions. 
Hold on, but listen. They did not, they, listen, they did not, uh, listen, that is not fake news. And they found that they did clear him of it, but they did say, I don't, let me, matter of fact, let me, let me check that again. Because I don't think he was really cleared. But that's not fake news. It happened. But anyways, I, I can't tonight, but tomorrow I definitely can if you're down tomorrow or Tuesday because I have to finish my homework as soon as I'm done with this because I'm actually about to wrap this up. Um, But yeah, I would love to debate. Jay Blacker, what you think? You want to debate with Dennis when we free, when we have some free time? Debate? I don't know what kind of policy I'm going to debate. No, sorry. I will sit there like this. Yeah. I'll I, 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 be very honest. I can't give politics my time because I, I see... I know I'm gonna be very honest with you because I see what politics do people at my job. They mm-hmm. like, I see like so I don't get into politics. I read what I need to read or if it captures my attention. Other than that, I do not get into politics. So I can't debate I can't be there. He said, I can't do it. Okay. But but that comment he said back up about Abraham Lincoln. i Dennis, me and you, I'm about to you see this? <laughs> <laughs> Trump is the best. Is the uh, wait? Trump is best next to Abraham Lincoln, but I'm a fade to the back and listen. Good show. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, bro. I be wondering, Dennis. <laughs> All right, bro. I'll hit you up. Um, definitely, we definitely need to take this over to his platform and cause some trouble because he be coming over here causing trouble. We gotta go over there and cause some trouble. Um, before we go, before we go, I really want to hit on this thing. I, I got two topics I want to hit on. And we're going to start sure. with the two major ones. Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> Who you got? Megan or Nicki? Neither one of them. Oh, don't say Cardi. Oh, she's from the Bronx. She's from the Bronx. Come on now. Come on. It's Cardi. It's Cardi. No, nah, you know, I, nah, here's my thing with Megan. I don't listen to Megan's music. I don't, I don't sound listening to Megan's music unless it's on the radio. I'm not going to. So, so that's one. Nikki now, uh, I don't like Nikki's attitude. I'm a very personality person. Your attitude sucks. Yeah, it's going to rub me the wrong way. But she's a dope artist, though. She's a dope artist. Who, Nikki? Yeah, she's a very dope artist. That's not, that's not, you know, she's, she's very dope. Just for female artists, she's very dope. But I just, I don't follow her really like that. I I just feel like I, it's so hard to choose because they're like Team Megan. But then it's just like I looked at the history of Megan too, and it's just for me, I just think that Megan and Nikki are both problematic, and <laughs> I think neither one of them. <laughs> Nikki all day, Megan's trash. Uh, nah, the problem with Nikki is I'll tell you right now, Nikki wrote a lot of female. MC rappers singers the wrong way, the wrong like she has a bad stigma about her. Like a lot of female rappers or the case that came across her said that about her, like yo, she's a no hater. Hater. Yeah. Um, like it's it's never been it's never been no. Oh my god, she's a nice person. This that and the third. A lot of female rappers that came across her like yo, nah, they don't they don't jack her. Yeah, and that's you know what I I know I know that's probably true, but I heard the same thing about Megan, you know, and that's why. Yeah, but we understand Megan is a young girl compared to Nikki. Nikki's like damn near well, I'll probably look. Nikki's like damn near high thirties. Megan is like what less than twenty five. Two different two different age brackets. Megan is young. But just because you're young don't give you the right to be doing the stuff you be doing. What does she know? I mean, it don't, but you understand, son. Look at the era she's coming up in. She's 28. Oh, so, she's 28. I thought she's young. No, younger than that. Yeah, so my issue... Oh, okay. I was feeling Nikki. I just didn't like the stuff she said about Megan's mom. I just felt like that was really low. I just and, like that my, low. And, and that's my point exactly. Like, now... If I'm lyrically dissing you, lyrically, not on some disrespecting your moms, your kid, father, son, but none of that, keep my mom, keep everybody out of that. Because, am I not mistaken, Megan Mall's dead, passed away? Yeah. yeah. So it's not to, to talk about when I see you now. Now, right. whatever, however I see you, however I take it, you can't, what you gonna do about it? Yeah, so allegedly, 
there were some rumors about Megan having issues with her mother before she died, and mm -hmm. she mother. But I'm just like, you know, all moms go through it with their kids, uh -huh. and I just felt like, dang. And I, I knew we already know that came from Chrisley, you know, or Kelsey, whatever her name is. I always call her Chrisley, but Kelsey, mm -hmm. we know that came from Kelsey, and. My, I'm, I'm just like, it's just, I just don't know why is Megan always in controversy? Why is her and Nikki? I swear to goodness, because when we hear about Cardi, it's usually Offset cheating on her. It's never really Cardi. <laughs> nah, you know, I'm gonna tell you on some real cheap shit about Cardi, and this is a person from the Bronx who, you know, like young in her career that came across her a couple of times. No people that know her, you know what I'm saying? Like. One thing about Cardi, like she's she's the Bronx. She maybe she has she's the Bronx, but you got people in the Bronx that know this girl that will vouch for her. Like she's she's real about her shit. Mm. Cardi is gonna speak. She like a true New York chick. She's gonna speak her mind. This is why sometimes they do interviews with her. Is like how you interview her, how her response gonna be. Like she's really one of those. She's genuine. Look look, look at the time when she had to address Nikki on their issue. Then Nikki had to do a whole interview, and you could tell Nikki shit was like scripted. She wrote it down. She had to talk all nice and calm, but Cardi's just talking like I mean you talking. Yeah, I'm saying you could tell the difference between how people is. Yeah, and I do wish that Nikki would embrace younger artists more. She don't. Like, but you know what? I feel like I feel like her back be against the wall because I just think the record labels make it hard for these girls to coexist. I mean, coexist in the same world because, like Nikki said, when Cardi came on the scene, they started playing Nikki. They started like, okay, we're gonna take this from you and we're gonna give her this. So they they manufactured hate. I feel like that's what they did. They manufactured hate. For uh, for Nikki to have towards Cardi and Megan because they seen this, they foreseen this, they knew what's happening. Nikki had. Has. And... Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Got it. I don't want to lose the train thought. What I'm about to say. Got it. Got it. You got it. Do you got it? Nikki has the little Kim and Foxy Brown syndrome. And, and if you know, any, they don't. They feel no one is better than them. They don't, they don't embrace other female stars. Look at Little Kim and Foxy Brown's track record when Eve came out. Remember, a lot of people understand, a lot of people keep forgetting, outside of Missy Elliott, Eve's the top selling female artist. Mm, she was for outside time. of that. But a lot of people don't talk about that because when they talk about top female rappers, there's always Eve and Little Kim, which I feel, I mean, Little Kim and Foxy, which I feel Eve is better than both. That's a fact. I would give you that. But you know what? Eve didn't sell sex, really. Exactly. She didn't have to because no why she had. She was lyrical. But yeah. think about when Eve was selling records. By the time her second album came out, Foxy Brown and Lil' Kim was subliminally dissing her. And she started subliminally dissing them back. One thing about me, you got to pay attention to rap. You know what they're talking about. Even Foxy always had... I mean, look, Kim and Foxy always had that problem where there's no other... Rap, quote unquote, rap is better than me or us. We're, we're, but thing about it is, they act like they the only ones that did it. That's that's the Nikki problem. Now Nikki hasn't absorbed that because remember, even her little Kim had that same problem. Right, but you know, I'm I'm gonna get this because you know I like I like both of them, but I really do feel like they both need to take some humble pie and sit the fuck down because I feel like <laughs> I feel like I feel like Megan is the issue too because you you can't keep having problems with all of these people. Between her and Nikki, it's always all these people. The one thing about Cardi you don't hear is her getting into it with all different type of people. Now, she did nope. fall out with the city girls, and we know Cardi do not like Ice Spice. What reason? We don't know. But it's not that's like probably, that's probably some real, honestly speaking, when it comes to that, that's probably some real, that's probably something outside of music we don't know. Right. And that's what I'm thinking. It's like some petty stuff. But Megan, like, she came at parties. She had this thing with, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tory Lanez, the baby. It's just so many people. Her uh, 5201 or whatever their names is. And then it's more. It's just like, it's just you. At, 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 for me, let me say this because I don't know this because I don't know how the music industry works. Maybe some people were trying to shade her, but I'm just like, after a while, you start feeling like, okay, there has to be some truth in what people are saying because at this point, I believe Nikki's a hater. I hate to say no, it. Is. She let the fans. She let the fans dictate how she feels. It was the fans saying these girls is better 
than this. These girls is better than Nikki. This is better than Nikki. That's better than Nikki. So she let the fans dictate her hate. I I would agree with that. And that's yeah. like that's like you got somebody you got in telling you like, yo, this person don't like you, this, this person like you. Mind you, they don't know. They just listen to what the fans are saying. Right. Because you know what? They all have a certain talent. Like Megan, lyrically, I think she a beast. I think Megan can just freestyle. Okay. Cardi, not so much. Cardi, I, I've heard her freestyle, and I said, okay, stick to the songs that were written. I've heard her yeah. freestyle. Yeah, she is not there. Nikki, her freestyles can't touch Megan's to me. And it's only because it's, and I'm not even gonna say that. My opinion is sometimes Nikki's freestyles be too animated, and I don't want that. I want like some, but that's just me. I just think, but I think when it comes to selling, I think Nikki is the it girl. I think she's the poster girl. For changing the game, I definitely think Nikki was her. And I just think they have different lanes. And you're not gonna you're not gonna be successful at the same things the next person is. And you know, and you don't have to hate on them. She could have just said, Hey, hey, Megan, or hey, Bigfoot, as she called her. You know what? You you fire as a lyricist. Hey, 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 um, Cardi, when it comes to these bars and these hooks. I'm not gonna say bars because no, not bars. When it comes to these hooks, you got this. Well, and then, when, you know, Nikki, Nikki had the title of rap queen at one point. You know, after the mid season, all that. Remember, it's the void when there was no female artists out there. So when Nikki came and she's riding with Young Money, remember she's on top of the game. Right. She just wasn't ready to give that title up yet. But it wasn't a field, it wasn't for me, it wasn't a fair title to give her because the best of the best wasn't out there yet. You can't be the best unless you compete against the best. But the think best about it, she's but she's competing against dudes, uh-huh. Uh, you know, and I'm not gonna hold you. She the song she's the 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 the, the, the fact she was on, the features, everything, she was out there working and grinding. She's on she's on like she's on look, she had Wayne and Drake behind her. So she was grinding and working. Features on, on guys joints, so it wasn't no female out there. Let's be very real. She probably is the last one to come out be lyrical compared to what's going on right now, compared to the, the sexy reds, the yeah. koi, whatever her name is. Um, hey, even Cardi, Cardi's not lyrical, but she got to make good music, right? But let me get this, let me say this though. I think this was a mess up. People just keep saying that Cardi opened those doors for those other ladies. And I feel like that was so unfair to take that from Nikki. If anything, I would say Nikki opened the door for Cardi and Cardi mm -hmm. ushered in the new wave of women. Because let's be honest, like I said, there wasn't no other women out there for Nikki to compete with. So how could she be labeled queen? But at the same time, I guess you can be the queen if you built this empire. And even though Lil' Kim came before her, Lil' Kim wasn't doing the same stuff Nikki was doing. Lil' Kim was not touch what Nikki has touched. I'm, you know, when Nikki got my respect, and this came out years ago, remember that song, Monster, with her, Kanye, Jay-Z, and I'm on? Remember, you heard, remember whole, you heard, everybody remember whole verse. Yeah, he came out, he killed it, right? Mm-hmm. And Nikki came out, she killed it. A lot of people don't know who wanted to change his verse after her her verse. Oh wow! Kanye told him no. We're keeping your verse, and we're gonna let her shine. She killed all of us. Right. So that's what she got my. That's what she got my. So I was like, okay, yeah, you got, you got, you got, you got, you got the god MC talking about he wanna, he wanna change his verse. What you saying? Because she, she fired it. You fire. So that's what that's what I mean by how Nikki came in killing because. She was competing with other dudes. She had to compete with the Waynes. Remember, Wayne track race is crazy. Drake, we don't need to talk about his track right now. So you got you got compete. You literally in the league right now competing with them two. At that time, nobody else really was out, but Young Money was killing. Think about why the rest of them on Young Money ain't shine because they wasn't as hungry as those three. Right, that's true. And Tiger. That's why I said. That's why I said Nikki was. Gosh, she had the title. Yeah. It's just that even honestly speaking, she even humble herself. She could probably still have it. She can still have it. Perspective. I get that. I get that. Um, so we before we go, because we're mm -hmm. almost an hour. I got one more issue I want to address. Let's go. Blue face and Chris Sean Rock. For those who do not know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, so before we before we say anything, right? I'm just saying this about Blueface. 
Blueface is the greatest marketer of all time. I'll be saying that no one listens to me. Like, because I've been telling people, give Blueface his roses. Nobody wants to give that man his roses because of what he has done. But at the same time, can't nobody say that that boy didn't take and make Krishan a star, took and make Jaden Alexis a star. He written most of them songs. And then he signed both of these girls. Like, Blueface found a way to make that girl so relevant, make him relevant. And Blueface, we ain't heard no real music from him since he dropped Tatiana. And did the funny thing about Blueface, though. Blueface, he signed them two girls, right? Right. And making money on them. But here's the funny thing a lot of people don't know. Blueface is signed to about, like, four labels. So he don't really make no money unless he do shows. So by him signing these two, making these two stars irrelevant, over even the stupidity shit that this girl does, or Jaden and Alexis with the shit she do, and she got she doing tours and shows, and she's fucking amazing. He's making his right. And guess what? He's keeping all in house going to his pockets to them to the kids. He won. He won. But that means tip my hat to he won. He won the game of chess. I'll give you that. But how? Okay. So, you know, Blueface locked up. He's not supposed yeah. to be out until August or July. And so, Krishan just posted a picture moving back in with daddy. So, she's she didn't, girlfriend and went and got her own place. I think now she realizes it's expensive to live by herself. Jaden then left him for a woman. So, now uh, Krishan and moved back in. And why Blueface locked up. And y'all know she got the tech, the, uh, the neck tattoo removed when they broke up. And they named her son Krishan Jr. And homegirl went and got an even bigger tattoo of blue face on her cheek. Bruh, if I said, you know what? If you know what? I don't know yeah. what type of dumb, dumb dick he, excuse my language. I'm sorry. I don't know what type of dumb, dumb stuff he got down there, but it, it, it's causing her to go stupid. Stupid, stupid. Baby. <sighs> you know this? He appealed to her mind. He got mine. You know, like how a pimp, a, a, a pimp might get a, what's they say? A pimp might get your money. He don't want your body. He wants your mind. He got her mind. He got it worked. He got her mind. Her mind is gone. Like, he got her mind. Rap is all about, she know nothing about him. So at this, at this point, he's heroin to her. Yeah. I, I, see, the I problem with, see, the issue, the issue with Jada and Alexis is now, and she, has, she said this in the interview. She's like, yo, he is the only guy I've been with because I'm a full-fledged lesbian. A lot of people don't know that. He's the only guy I've ever been with since high school. But after him, I was dealing with females only. And you know what? No one believed that. No one thought that was the thing. And I was telling him, I said, y'all y'all be so mad about this girl being with him. I understood Jaden Alexis because that was the only man that she had been with. And that's yeah. her kid's father. And that's her family. She wanted to make that work. But I'm so happy that she, I pray to God, I pray to God that she keeps oh. her. Does she still have the ring on her finger? No, she took it off. Oh. But then you, you got to think, sometimes these girls do stuff for show because, you know, in, in the comments, they be smoking her. They be smoking mm -hmm. her. And, you know, sometimes those comments can get to you because, you know. Yeah, she getting, get, guess what? She's getting and money. here. She getting money. She's quiet. She quiet. She getting money. She take care of family. Like people bring her name up so much. You don't see her in out and open like that no more. You see this pit bull. You see, you see her. Like she's the one that's out in the open and making a, a fool of herself. Okay, why do you call her pit bull? <laughs> yeah, I listen, 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 listen. That little that girl's nuts. <laughs> she always don't go. She always she's nuts. Go. Like, yeah, she's a pit. She's one of the people that's always on go. Like you can't calm her down. Like she's uh, my major my major issue for Krishan is I don't think she's mentally stable as Jaden. Um, I no. think Jaden is. I don't think Jaden is the perfect person. Don't get it twisted. I think she's immature too. But when it comes to priorities, I think Jaden has it kind of down pat is her kids and let's not say she's the mother of the year i'm not going to say that but i just don't think that we have to worry about her and them kids my concern is blueface breaking krishan so bad that she's not able to be what she needs to be for her son 
because Krishan, as hard as she is, that girl loves harder. That girl is in search of love. That girl is in search of acceptance. And no matter yeah, she what, had, what, two boyfriends posted them up since time blue. Like, honestly, no, I can't yeah. keep up with them. Look at her. I family. can't keep up. Her family life is crazy. Her family life. Yeah. You know, her, I understand her family life. Trust me, I, I understand it. So I get it. Like I get her, but I'm. I just want her to want more. Because listen, I, you can't want somebody to want more when they don't want it. Much I get this girl. I get this girl so much, and I I just pray for her because it's is is it's just crazy. But you know what, Jay Blacko, I just want to thank you for being here with me. Because yeah, listen, we got we we back at it, man. This ain't this ain't the only time we're gonna do this. Like I said, no, I'm trying to right shake it off, to shake off the rust. Don't worry about it. Don't let that rust. Listen, just, like, just hit me up. That's it. Just hit me up. Period. Listen, thank you so much for coming here to the Lauren Hour podcast. Uh, on the Alloy Hour Network. You guys, if y'all want to check out this podcast, you guys can go to the AlloyAndHourNetwork.com and watch the episodes that we have there. And this week, I will be updating the website so you guys will have some of the newest episodes. Uh, peruse the site and check out some of my YouTube videos that I have up there. And coming soon, belly chains. I will be selling belly chains in the near future. Uh, waiting to get my supply up. That way I can stay in demand. Because you know what they say. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to my boy, Jay Blacko. Like, Jay, thank you, you thank you. People? Yes, yes. Thank you, Lord, for having me here. Like I said, it's been a minute since I did a real podcast. Since I was showing off, um... Shout out to that, man. That was definitely a great experience with that. And it's definitely been a great experience to get back on it, be in front of the camera. Before I go, I, I know a lot of y'all, y'all see me keep going back. Y'all see the 2920, so I got to plug, plug in my company. Listen, this is just the older model right here. This is the very first thing. If you're looking for gym wear, female wear, we got the 2920 Bella Edition now. Go to our, go to our IG page at 2920 Clothing. See what you like on that. Hit us up, man. We definitely got you. Any sizes, colors, whatever. We got you. Like I said, this right here is the older model, but we still got this too. It's there. We, 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 we up. All right. And the Lord, thank you for having me. I'm definitely coming back. Let me know. Period. And I can't wait to have you back. I really can't. But guys, Listen, this has been the Lauren Hour podcast with your girl Alora D. If you have not done so, follow me on Facebook at Alora Sakura. Oh, I'm giving y'all the wrong information at Alora Danny K. <laughs> but y'all definitely can follow me on TikTok at Alora Sakura Danny for sure. But thanks guys for tuning in. Thank you for the comments. D Page, uh, shout him out to I don't you know I don't even know the name of his channel because he changes the name so much. Uh, but shout out to my homeboy for having almost 10,000 subscribers over there on YouTube. Still doing nice. hustling, making that money, you know what I'm saying? I love you, D-Page. That's my homie forever. And guys, we are out. Bye, guys. Oh, don't forget, love on each other. Love yourself. Love always wins. <laughs>